When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There we go. You know, normally I'm on that side. Are you? That's my good side. No, it's okay. But this is my good side. Is it? Allegedly. Do you have a, Do you have Invisalign in? Yes. So I have Invisalign too. Did you know that? You probably Andrew, can't see on that. Did you know Andrew also has his? Yeah. Yeah. Quite painful. Did you just get it? No, I've got like three weeks left. Basically, all the abuse of the comments on in, on uh, YouTube made me get Invisalign. Shut up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> My girlfriend made me get Invisalign. <laughs> I actually have, do you see the, do you have these? No, straight on. I have another why, version why of not Invisalign. To? It's not the brand Invisalign, it's another version, it just slips straight on. Oh, okay, because yeah. I have these and sometimes it looks like I have like from an angle, it can look like I have funky teeth, like ridges. Yeah, you know? no, I don't have that. Okay. Apparently that's quite painful. It's not painful, just makes it tighter. Mm. So when they put it on, it's like really t- mm, no. gra- Yeah, okay. Anyways, we're over here talking about Invisalign. Anyways, fight fans. Buy Invisalign online <laughs> now. We're literally spokespeople for Invisalign. Secretly. Yeah. yeah. The promo code below. Um, anyways, Frank, how are you? How are you doing? I haven't spoken to you for a while. I'm great. Delighted to be here in Miami. It's been a busy period, nonstop. Just come back from. At Uzbekistan, then show in London with Connor Ben, and now here in Miami. So it's no, all good. Great to be here. You're still young, so you're sort you still, you still have like that um, that energy, that bounce back, as we say. Is that what we call it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel young, but I, but I am young. <laughs> I, I think I, what class what classes me as young? You're still in your twenties. Yeah. Oh, please get out of young. here. Yeah, it's okay. young. Okay, we'll take that then. I'm still young, still have that bounce back ability, you call it. <laughs> it's all about that bounce back. I can't, I can't drink no more. I can't like not sleep eight hours a night. I just don't have that anymore. Or it's I, six hours a night does me. I've actually got this, the Fitbit also, swipe below promo code. <laughs> that tells me how much I sleep. And I was awake for an hour and 45 minutes last night. And my heart rate was 54. What do you mean you woke up and you, for an hour and 45 minutes? I was awake for an hour and 45 minutes. Really? Hmm. It's quite good. Not sure actually it's good for you because it makes you look at it constantly. I got a 70 out of 100 sleep score last night. Don't know what that means. After this, seriously, I want you to show me how that works because my mom bought me one for Christmas. And um, if I'm honest, the only thing I really pay attention to is how many steps I took that day. 8,181 so far. (laughs) And 2,500 calories spent. Okay. And it's only 4.30 in the afternoon. Wow. So, you know, anything's hey. possible. At least you're busy and on the move. Yes. Rather than busy and sitting and going nowhere. I started, I've got some earpods as well, swipe below, Apple. <laughs> uh, and I've started walking around doing phone calls. So, trying to hit 10,000 steps. Seriously, you're going to have to, like, get some sort of sponsorship deal out of all of these drops. The hat is Callaway, Callaway Golf. <laughs> The top Zara, Under Armour golf shoes. <laughs> oh man! Anyways, we're here in Miami. Demetrius Andre versus Liam Williams. Uh, Demetrius has been pretty vocal that he wasn't 
keen on facing his mandatory. He really wanted the Billy Joe fight or even the uh, Triple G fight. But um, he's confident that a, a pretty successful win on Saturday night could sort of line him up for that. But uh, just talk a bit about what the, I guess, just the schedule's like been for you guys just in general. Yeah, nonstop. You know, from early February or even January, we started with Campbell Garcia, but then all the way through, we've had a show literally every week. You know, we've been to some great places. We've had New Zealand, we've had Miami, we've had Thailand, we've had Spain coming up next weekend, Milan, you know, all over the place. That really helps with this global growth plan we got. And it's really exciting, especially in the period we're in of COVID, where we're just trying to keep the sport moving. It's great to be able to do all these events in all these countries, you know. Uzbekistan last week, we had, uh, the week before, sorry, we had 10,000 people in the, in the venue. It, unbelievable the, the noise they made and it was the first the first of many I'm sure yeah. you know these guys are superstars there and it you know it's all part of like I say this global plan that we're going to continue developing and so many more markets towards the end of the year the big fight we all want to know about is is it safe to say it's been a bit of a headache to sort of get everything squared away for Joshua and Fury uh, yeah but I'm not sure ahead. I think it's just been, as you can imagine, for a fight of this magnitude, it isn't just, okay, here's the date, turn up, see you there, perfect, all done. You know, there's a lot of work from all sides. There's a lot of parties involved to make it happen. And, um, you know, I'm confident that it's, as we've seen and the guys have been saying, it's moving in the right direction. So, you know, we're very hopeful we can make that happen. There's been a number of... Uh, proposals put together and you know I think in the next I'd hope in the next few weeks we'd be in a better you know in a better place to come out publicly but there's a lot of work going on every day in the background and you know our aim is to get is to get the fight on everyone wants to see it and I think you know with the interviews you've seen like you saw Tyson the other day Josh has been talking about it a lot both guys want it so I think now is the time and now's the time to make it happen. Roughly, when are you anticipating that we can get this fight made for? Because I don't know if you saw Frank Warren made uh, a comment saying that he's pretty confident the fight would be happening in September, October, just because of the Summer Olympics uh, with Mark uh, McCracken. No, I think I think we're still looking at the summer, you know, July, August time, uh, pushing for July. But that, that's always been the plan to make it happen around then. Um, I haven't seen Frank Warren's comments, but, you know, sure all the teams are working to everyone knows it's called him mark by the way mark warren. rob mccracken oh, mark i said mccracken. mark mccracken <laughs> sorry mark warren and mark warren and, um yeah no we're working towards it so i think the key point is that which everyone's pushing in the same direction now and the fighters are up for it and that's what we need to you know and now we just need to work through the detail it's not like a click your fingers and it's done but right. i think we're, we're going in the right direction. So I don't like to put a time frame on it because yeah. if you put a time frame, everyone's like, you know, you said it, you said it would be done here. You said it, and there's so many people involved as well that everyone has got their own opinion as to what's right or wrong. But just rest assured that everyone's working towards it. Right. Tyson Fury sort of said like Tuesday was the deadline for him. He was like, if I don't hear back or if I don't, you know, I don't think he necessarily meant if it wasn't signed, sealed, delivered by Tuesday. But if he didn't get what he needed to get basically in his emails or on a phone call by Tuesday, it was it, he was going to move on. I mean, have you guys spoken with uh, Fury's camp prior to that to sort of iron out the, the details that he's he's basically requesting be made as soon as possible? 
I think yeah, look, we're talking constantly, so we're all, like I say, again, moving in the right direction. Um, I haven't heard anything more from him since Tuesday. He's quite a vocal character, so I'm sure if he... Well, he was, yeah, did you see the video of him dancing on his couch? Yes. Okay, so maybe that's a good, maybe that's a sign that there's good news. Hopefully there's good news. No, but I think, um, again, it, there's a lot of work that needs to go into it. So it's not just yeah. a case of, here it is, bosh, you know, and all the details need to be worked through by a number of different people. Um, and we're doing that. And like I say, we haven't heard anything bad from him yet. Mm -hmm. So maybe he got what he wanted on Tuesday. Lord willing, because I mean, I could just imagine what people are going to be saying if, God forbid, we got some other type of news. Because I think everyone's really just sort of holding their breath on this one. It, is the UK just completely off the table at this point due to COVID for where it could potentially end up? I think the UK would be great as well, but there's a lot of restrictions still yeah. in place. You know, the Euros, there's been some. Uh, press releases around the Euros, the capacity for that at Wembley, I think they're looking at 25% for the earlier games. Um, but I think it's difficult, very difficult to plan right now. There's no set answer yet to say, right, if you do it on in July, you're going to get 100%. We'd all push for that, but you can't guarantee it. It's out of our control. You know, as promoters, we can't, we can't do any more. So, um, you know, maybe unless anything dramatically changes over the next few days, I think you know, UK would be very difficult, um, but let's see what happens. Tyson Fury's officially back in camp. Um, is Anthony Joshua back in camp? Yeah, I don't think he's left camp. Okay. I think I think he's he's been. You know, he's uh, you know what AJ's like. He's a true professional. He's been training throughout, um, and you know he's always staying ready, always staying fit. So, I'm just curious of all the events that you've worked. Which one would you say that stands out the most to you for whatever reason? Just the most memorable. It could be for any reason, really. Um, Saudi Arabia. Because there was so much work that went into it. It was quite a nice moment when it all came off. And there were so many bumps along the road. I was talking about it the other day. We had a thunderstorm, rain, you know, on the night of the show. Could have been cancelled, could have been moved. And it hadn't rained in the whole time I've been there for five months until that day. So... Um, that that was a big one to get over the line. You know, we've done so many huge nights. They all the problem is they all sort of mould into one. You go week to week, that it's like right next show on to the next one. And there's always problems. There's always things going on. So you don't always get the chance to sort of sit back and go, wow, that was quite amazing. But we're lucky that we've done a lot of great things, and there's a lot more to come. You know, this is just really the start of what we're doing. Speaking of Saudi Arabia, have you seen Andy Ruiz's body transformation? Yeah, he's good. I like the pictures like that, isn't it? Shows, you know, really. Do you think it's angles? I mean, to be honest, I'm fat from every angle. So I don't, I don't know uh, if there is angles, if he could give me some tips. Um, I don't know. He looks great. He's obviously training very hard with Eddie Reynoso uh, and the Canelo team. So, you know, he's, he's you know, obviously taken. He's got a big fight May 1st, hasn't he, on pay-per-view. So, yeah, looks great. Congrats to him. Some people go, keep going, oh, it's just the legs. I was like, I think he's just showing the legs right now, but he's going to do the big reveal. Before, where it was like his body, like yeah, that, yeah, you know. Yeah. He, does look, he does look trim, yeah. but you can, you can obviously tell, like, um, you look at the guys in that gym, and they're true professionals, and, you know, he's obviously joined them for a reason, so good luck to him. Um, Eddie Renoso said to me that he would really like to see Anthony Joshua face Andy Ruiz again because he feels differently that he would be able to be um, 
I guess, it, not, maybe not in exact, his exact words, but sort of the difference with training with him, that he'd be able to see a completely different outcome. I know that we have fights lined up, and I know whoever wins is going to have mandatories and so forth, but is a fight with Andy Ruiz something that you, you think that Joshua would sort of entertain down the line? Another one? You know, I mean, look, there's a very small group of top heavyweights, isn't there? When you look at, like, the top ten of the heavyweights, they've been around for a long time. Um, so Andy Ruiz, you know, he's hope, you know, I think you get the win on May 1st. Got some big fights out there for him. You know, you've got the likes of Wilder, Dillian White, all those guys. Um, the, Joseph Parker, Derek Chisora, winner. They're all in that mix, aren't they, where they're all probably going to fight each other over the next sort of year or so. So Josh is going to be around for a long time. So for sure, unless, you know, unless the new kids that are coming through move very quickly, those same group of people are all going to be fighting each other. So we could see it again. Uh, Devin Haney. Love Devin Haney. Good guy. Uh, had some words. going to leave it with Devin Haney. <laughs> he, he had some words for uh, Ryan Garcia going on and fighting Fortuna as opposed to him. Did you guys ever offer... Uh, Ryan Garcia, the fight, in order to like try to make it happen. He was mandatory, wasn't he? And they, but they just he didn't want the fight, hence why he's fighting Fortuna. You know, sure he's got his reasons for it, but I think the key reason is he doesn't want to fight Devin Haney. And the only, uh, it's a massive fight for both guys. You know, it's a huge fight, and the only reason I can think why he wouldn't want to fight him is because he gets beat. Otherwise, why wouldn't you take the fight? But who knows? I'm sure they've got their own, their own opinion. Uh, and I'm, but look, I'm sure it will happen down the line. You know, it's, it's, a, it's too big of a fight not to happen. So uh, hopefully guess, we can see that later this year. I guess Ryan's sort of alluding to the fact that, you know, they, they, they're calling him, or Devin Haney, the, basically like a paper champion because of the way that he got his world title. So he's sort of saying as though, like, he needs to keep fighting other guys and, and one day that they, they will eventually share the ring. It doesn't really make much sense to me. If he's a paper champion, he should be easy, the easiest one to beat, shouldn't he? So go and get your opportunity to win the WBC world title. But again, I just don't think he wants to fight him. I think he knows he gets beat. And that's why it hasn't happened. But again, maybe, hopefully, down the line, we can make it happen. It should be easy. We're both on, you know, both guys are on the zone on the platform. Uh, Ryan, obviously, with Golden Work, should be quite, e quite a simple fight to make. So, you know, touch wood down the line. That's the fight Devin Haney would take tomorrow. You know, he'll fight anyone. I think Linares is a great fight for him. Um, but, yeah, let's, let's get that on later this year. Lastly, we got Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders coming up. I think, what is it, close to three weeks away. Um, a lot of people seem to have this, I want to say it's a mis misconception, or how do you say it, mis, am I saying that right? Misconception? Yeah, misconception of Billy Joe where a lot of people are like, oh, he's just not taking this seriously. He just, you know, goofs off too much. He's this, he's that. What do you have to say to people who, um, who are writing off Billy Joe and saying that he's not taking this seriously? I think people are saying he's not taking it seriously because of his character, you know, the way he's, he's a funny guy, he's a joker, and that is just the way he is. I think he tore his scrotum, didn't he, early in camp? That was what yeah, he was saying and everyone believed him. Um, but that is just his personality, and you have to sort of take away the two. That, the character has got him part of the way he's there, but his boxing skills, you know, are a huge part of where he is, obviously. Um, you look at him now, you look at the pictures of him, he's in tremendous shape. He's already out in Vegas, or he's in the UFC gym training. He's been out there, I think he's been out in the US for 
two weeks maybe no or maybe a week and a week and a bit so he's come out nice and early he had a good camp in spain or in future ventura before he went back to the uk so look he's taken he's taken this very seriously so i think you have to take everything with a pinch of salt that you see on social media that's just the way he is and the american media more than anything i think seem to believe a lot of things he comes out with not saying you <laughs> no, in fact, I'm always telling people, I'm like, he's just joking. Like, I, okay, I'm a woman, and I didn't find that apron thing that he did, like, offensive. I laughed, and people were like, oh, my God, he's just so, he's, why does he do stuff like that? I'm like, he's just joking. So maybe it really is a difference between U.S. and U.K. banter. I, I also think, you know, he came out, and he? he said, when Callum Smith obviously fought, um, Canelo in December. Billy Joe was a potential opponent then. He came out and said, I'm not going to be ready. I'm not taking this fight if I'm not ready in 100%. So nothing's changed. He's in the same mind frame. He's taken this fight in a time where he feels ready to take it. Canelo, you know, never, ne never sort of, never takes an easy fight. And it's going to be a great night. I can't wait to see what happens. You know, it's, it's a huge night of boxing and uh, 70,000 people in the Cowboys Stadium is going to be unbelievable. Your guys' deal with Canelo is extended by another fight, correct? Is that the one, or how, are you, how is it going with him? Because I know that he says he wants to continue working with Matchroom. Yeah, look, we, it was quite public. We had a two-fight deal, obviously, with him. Um, it's been a great working relationship. We got on really well. Uh, and, you know, hopeful we can continue beyond this point as well. I think, we, you know, I think he is obviously up, up there as the biggest star in in. in in US boxing, if not, you know, along with Anthony Joshua. Um, and he, he's a massive part of our business and has really helped push on our US business, especially. Um, and we would love to continue working with him. So, fingers crossed. You know, the, ultimately, the, uh, the proof is in what's delivered, isn't it? If he likes what we do for him, then he'll stay. If he doesn't, then he'll go. And that's our job to prove it, isn't yeah. it? You know, so touch wood we can continue the relationship beyond here well from the sounds of it it looks as though he's going to but i mean who am i to say but he he has said that he would like to continue moving forward working with you guys so we'll see that'd be great that'd be great like i say great great team of people he, he has around him and uh, as, uh i think we've worked really well together jailed well together he got a huge night against billy joe saunders though so you know anything could happen in that fight but it's uh it's a great time for boxing isn't it it's exciting time even in the tough period the world's going through, you know, the shows that are being put on, hopefully we can make Joshua Fury as well and get that over the line and announced. And, you know, the, the, the biggest nights are happening. So, perfect. Well, congratulations on all your guys' success because you guys are absolutely smashing it, both in basically all over the world because you guys are branching out. So, moving on up. <laughs> We're trying. It's only the beginning, I think, you know. It's been a it's been a good run, and we you know we never we, we never get complacent, and now is to take it to another level. We want to, you know, Eddie's been quite vocal in his thing around making box making matchroom boxing the UFC of our sport. We believe we can do it. We believe there's no one better than us, and you know we're going to keep pushing and grow the sport until you know 20 years from now, we're doing 300 events a year, one a day, all over the all over the world, and I'm grey and old. Or if my Fitbit, if my heart rate keeps going through the roof, maybe I might not be here. Oh my God, so. don't say that. 
All right, Frank, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Um, I will be leaving tomorrow. I'm heading off to England, so I will see you for the next event, um, Parker versus Chisora. Thank you for being here, as always. I'll see you there. Look forward to it. Safe travels. Bye, Fi fans. Sports Social Podcast Network.